Welcome to the Workplace Chameleon. This is Dr. Selena. So how motivated are you today? (laughs) You know, I I love looking at the topic of motivation within organizations, so we're going to spend a little bit of time on that today. If you had to rate your current motivation level on a scale from one being low and 10 being knock my socks off, where are you at today? You know, motivation is an interesting topic to me because it's simple and complex all at the same time. And we know some stuff like what motivates you doesn't motivate somebody else, but what motivates you today may not motivate you tomorrow because things change. So what does that mean for us in teams and organizations? Certainly motivation is very, very personal. So over the years, as I've taught uh, motivation in college courses, as I have uh, in my part-time life uh, throughout my career, students would walk into a a semester-long motivation course out of the Department of Psychology and go, what are we going to talk about for an entire semester about motivation? And I would always point out something, and that is all behaviors motivated. All behaviors motivated. The question is, by what? So they come into the classroom and go, really? Whole semester? And I'm like, you know, it's everything. It's your motivation to persist. It's your motivation to achieve. It's your motivation to get out of bed in the morning. Now, I usually caught their attention if I said, it's also your motivation to have sex. And then usually they stayed in class. But Everything has some sort of psychological drive behind it. So let's use that definition. Motivation is a psychological drive that directs individuals to satisfy a need or something they think they need. At work, this can be expanded to consider how an employee behaves or chooses their effort and energy as a result of being motivated their enthusiasm, their energy level, their commitment, and the amount of what I'm going to call creativity. But this is not like crafty. This is creativity in discretionary effort. So what you offer to give your organization that that at that next stage. Now, here's our challenge in organizations. So I'm working with leaders and teams We have this legal relationship. An organization says to an employee, I commit to hiring you. I'm the employer. You're the employee. Here are our set of terms, some sort of payment or compensation package. What does that look like? These are the working conditions. This is the work you'll do. And so there is actually a legally binding arrangement there in which organizations engage people in order to get work done. Now, of course, volunteerism and other types of organizations have other types of arrangements, but I'll stick here for the time being with employment. Yet, it's also so much more than that. Because as an organization, we try to create the conditions for people to want to for people to want to motivate themselves. And so it takes that combination of external or what the research calls extrinsic and internal or intrinsic 
motivators in order to push us to get done what we need to get done. All behaviors motivated. The question is by what? And so we're constantly looking at this relationship in between the legal relationship, right? That legal connection to you got to want to. I can sign on and agree to work for you under these terms and conditions, but there's something else there. What will I bring? Some researchers would say it's my contributions. It's that discretionary effort that I'm willing to offer you. And how much of myself am I willing to offer you? And by the way, you as the employer then, we as the organization provide inducements to try and bring that out in you. Some research looks specifically at job factors and their motivational ability. So this might be interesting and important work. This might be job security, the ability to make decisions. One of the things we know in the motivation research and what I see show up in the workplace all the time is that when employees have some say over their work, they're more motivated. When they have input around how they do the work or how their space is set up or ways they can do it that match with their own work style or learning style, motivation goes up. People want to be paid fairly. And right now, if you haven't noticed in a lot of parts of at least the Midwest and I know around the U.S. and I don't know about other countries on this particular topic, but if you know, I'd love to hear from you. We've got some now hiring signs up. We have a lot of people looking for new team members. And at least in the Midwest, we don't have enough people to fill those jobs. So we know the importance of wage because right now we have a lot of wage conversations going on regarding certainly the available labor market. Uh, the current state of the economy. So what does good wages look like? But other motivational things too, like being in on things, just wanting to know, are we doing okay? I continue to use the phrase, I never want to let my employee wonder. I wonder how I'm doing. I wonder what to do next. I wonder when they'll communicate with me. So being in on things is giving employees enough information so they don't have to wonder what if. You know, we think about effective leadership and the tools to be successful so that I feel heard and listened to, but that I also feel like I'm supported to be able to do my job well. Most people come in every day with the intention of not getting fired Okay, hear the humor in my voice on that one, right? They don't show up going, how can I mess this up today? They show up going, okay, I'm here. I want to do good work. And so part of effective supervision in particular is to make sure people have their tools. Effective leadership is making sure you're clearing pathways and solving problems. Commitment to employees. Do they feel like they matter? Opportunities for learning and growth. Not everybody may want the promotion, but do they want to learn something new? Do they value the stability and the ability to grow their skills as an expert or know something really well? 
we continue to see the power of appreciation for doing good work, knowing that my work matters and knowing that it matters to someone else. And we also recognize that this is all done within some set of conditions, whether we're on site or remote, whether we're in an office or in a uh, uh, manufacturing industrial construction site, other type of work site. All of these are potential motivators. And yet one of the things that comes up frequently in the motivation research is that especially as people leaders, when you think about what motivates your team members, unless you've asked them and had the conversation, we are often wrong. We often overestimate the importance of something like good wages when really fair wages and a, key, a, a clear pathway to earning is important, how we pay our bills, how we make our living. But yet many will report when they have the opportunity that I just want some appreciation. I want the ability to make some decisions. I want to know that I'm appreciated, right? All of those things. So it really leads us today. And part of the reason I want to stir this up is that we often assume what motivates one person will motivate somebody else. We also believe that motivation stays, but it's really actually very temporary. And so what can you do today to recognize your own motivation level? Maybe you're feeling the world is a little weighty right now. Maybe your motivation is lagging. Okay, so what do you need to do for you? What can you do to own that? Because ultimately to perform well or lead teams effectively or help grow capacity in our organizations, you got to want to. Nobody else can make you do this. And yet you have to make some decisions about what you bring to that table. In past episodes, I've talked a little bit about burnout and stress, how we have to engage different types of techniques to recover from burnout. So maybe that's it for you. Maybe that's still some area to do some work, but maybe you're feeling okay right now. Maybe you got enough stuff going on, but what's going to take you to that next level? A new goal, a new vision, maybe reconnecting in a, in a different way. We honestly, in the cycles of employment, see that people recommit at different times in different ways. It's that first stage of woohoo, right? It's like dating or the honeymoon. Everything's still glorious. And then <laughs> uh, out of courtship or the honeymoon, maybe comes the, oh, this is what that's going to be like in a relationship. And then we get into the, the daily and it's different and we have to adjust our motivations differently. And then often within the employment cycle, we start off excited, it wanes, it might regroup a little bit, and sometimes it begins to start disconnecting. For some people, that might be a week. For some people, that might be six years. But we cycle through this process of continuing to have to recommit. So where are you today? Are you in the wahoo? Are you in the, hmm, all right, 
this is workable? Are you in the, hey, we're on an upswing right now? Or are you on a, wow, okay, what was I thinking? Okay, not in your relationships. I'm not qualified to talk about partnerships, relationships, family stuff. But what about at work? Where are you at? This is an interesting relationship we have between us as an employee to an employer. As an organization and employer, we're trying to create the conditions for people to want to. But ultimately, you have to choose. And so maybe you're like, nah, I'm pretty good right now. So what's going to help take you to the next level? Is it reframing the projects you're working on right now to say, this is good. I've got this. I've, I'm learning this. Maybe you haven't learned something new in a while. So you need to stretch and take on something different or ask for a shift in responsibilities. Maybe right now you're just trying to plow through. You're like, Selena, not so good right now. But I want you to recognize where your own motivation is at. Are you energized? Are you heard? Are you trusted? Are you appreciated? And if you're not, sometimes in this employee-employer exchange, we're not getting what we need from our organization right now. Then you might have to find it somewhere else but stay employed. I just always want you known for good things. I always want you to be on the best pathway possible for you. And so what does that mean for us today? How can I be most helpful to you? Maybe today we just recognize that it's up to us as team members and especially as leaders to create the climate that builds the culture where people want to stay where they're recognized and energized and heard and trusted, appreciated, paid well, valued. And we have to engage team members. How do we help them be involved in, enthusiastic, and committed to their workplace? I want you looking around for the gaps. You hang around me long enough, you're going to hear about gaps. Where is it missing now? Is it in you Like right now, you're not feeling it? Is it between you and team members? Is it between teams? Is it frontline to senior level? Is it organization to organization? Maybe you're forward facing out to customers. Where are the gaps in motivation right now? And maybe they're because of just different shifting priorities or motivators or something's going on. Name it. And then decide what's next. Motivation, going back to that definition, that push, that pull, that understanding that we need to satisfy a need or something we think we need. What might you be able to do to push it to that next step? What questions can you ask of others in order to do that? So today, consider your own motivation level. What's going on with the people around you? Is it internal to them or external? How do you recognize what that looks like? And what's next? I love asking the questions, what is going well? What is not going well? What else is going on? How are you doing on your goals, your follow-ups? 
What can I do for you? Other questions you might think about of around what are we finding success with right now? Do you need any assistance or resources to help you keep up that good work? What are we learning from our wins right now? Or maybe it's a barrier thing. What is preventing you from doing your best work right now? What problems are you encountering or obstacles that are preventing you from getting done what you need to get done? What information are you reluctant to or afraid to share because you're concerned about that? Could your work be done differently? We've recently in our team put a whole new list of questions together. I think we've got like over 100 of these types of questions on a document. So here's my offer. If you want it, you need to email us. Info, I-N-F-O at Pearman Group, P-E-E-R-M-A-N-G-R-O-U-P.com. If you would like some new questions, ask of yourself and of your team members to be able to get to what is it in this gap, those questions we can ask to discover what do we do next. They might be questions to initiate, to follow up, to find out what's going on, to figure out how you help next. Here's our opportunity. You gotta wanna. So find it in you, wherever you are at your own stage, to what's gonna help drive you forward because we need you. We need you making a positive difference in our organizations. We need you to wanna, and we need to have you help others come along with us. You know, this organizational life is never boring. And yeah, there are some organizations that are doing this better than others. I just want you to continue to make a positive difference in wherever you are creating, contributing your time and effort. So on behalf of the Workplace Chameleon, thanks for spending some time with me. Learn something new today. Smash mental health stigmas and make good choices. Until next time, this is Dr. Selena. Selena.